Welcome back to the Blunt Letters Podcast. We're back with Scientist Sarah. Sarah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys want more scientists? We've got it. Yeah, it's uh, us, the Blunt Letters, Michaela and Elle. I forgot to say that part. Yeah. (laughs) And Gerbil. And Gerbil. And me. Listen, we're We're over 100 episodes at this point. We have over 100 episodes. I feel like... Yeah. If you don't know know us, if this is your first episode, hi. Welcome. Read the description. (laughs) Go back one. You're lucky if this is your first episode because it's an episode with Scientist Sarah. Yeah. And she's here to talk to us about farts and Mary Roach's gulp adventures on the alimentary canal. But mostly farts (laughs) because that's what we're most excited about. But yeah, of course, we can't get an episode started, though, until we know. What are you drinking? Oh, snaps. Getting right to it. Yeah, let's get to it. Yeah, you, you look like you had some fruity, Sarah. I do. I actually have a drink tonight. I'm not drinking seltzer, so that's oh my exciting. Gosh. That's so cool. Ooh. Yeah. So tonight, I have something mango juice that I found in my refrigerator, and so I was very excited. Mm. Um, so it's mango, vodka, and then because I have to have some hot sauce and everything, hot sauce mm. and lime. Nice. <laughs> and oh, that sounds good. good. That sounds so good. It's what really... kind of hot sauce? Um, I just used Frank's because that's what I found. And it doesn't have garlic in it. And I didn't want garlic with um, the mango. So this is just Frank's hot sauce. Ooh, it sounds good. I love that. That means yeah. I, I love can Frank's. make that if I buy a, a mango thing. Because Frank's is available nationwide. That's a great recipe. It is indeed. Yes. It is indeed. Yeah. And um, it is better with a little bit of lime. I always have Frank's in my house. I always have Frank's and uh, then like either Cholula or Tapatio and then Sriracha. I usually yeah. have three different hot sauces for different flavors. And I got the green Sriracha. I, I regret my choice. Uh-oh. Good review. I, sh- I should have just got the red Overrated. one. I know. I, know what you mean. I went for the novelty yeah. and I really okay. should have gotten the red one. Yeah. I kind of regret it now. But I'm with you. Hot sauces make a make and, a drink. Yeah, I'm totally with you too, Michaela. I have yeah. those hot sauces at my house as well, except for Tapatio because it's too vinegary for me. Dude, I just found Tapatio Doritos. I'm gonna do Ooh, a video about spicy. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. If I can hold out, I'll, I'll wait for you, and you can do the video with okay. me. Okay, that Thank sounds you. delicious. Depends how drunk or high I get, and then I'll be like, "I need the Doritos tonight," <laughs> and then you guys will see like a drunken TikTok of me being like, "Crunch, crunch, crunch, crunch." That sounds great. What are you drinking to get you there tonight? Me, um, I made hibiscus, or what do you call it? Hamica. Hamica with the sugar. Hamica, aqua fresca or whatever, mm-hmm. and. I, because I love making that at home because it's so fucking cheap. And delish. Much better than the package. And it's so delicious. And then there's like tons of vitamin C in it. Oh, it's so good. You're drinking flowers, which you know I love. So I just made a bunch of that. And then I added vanilla vodka. Ooh. Because I was like, I don't know. All right. I know. It was either vanilla or cucumber. And I was like, wait. Yeah, but I was yeah. like, you're right. I was yeah, feeling was sweet. Good. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I want something a little more. Like I said, we're going into winter time, and I was like, ah. Mm. And I think I had made festive. something like this the other night, and I was like, that was fucking good. Oh, like the cherry. I made that cherry oh, yeah. vanilla. So this is sort of mm. similar. It's sort of similar. And then I added some. Um, so like I make the Jamaica. 
I do it like a concentrate and then I add water, you know, so it's like easier to put in your fridge. So you don't have this huge pitcher of shit because that's just annoying and heavy. So instead of regular water, I cut it with bubbly water. Oh, nice. That's the, that's Effervescent. The yeah. Yeah. I'm always pro bubbly water. Bubbles! Nice. That's my drink. Um, burping is fun too, you know? Extra appropriate yes. tonight. Yeah, it's a t- For our adventures on the alimentary canal, taking in gaseous uh, foods. <laughs> okay, what are you drinking now? I have something that I forgot I had yesterday when you were at my house. I was like, oh, there was another gin. The French citrus gin. You! <laughs> Citri- the Citadel? Citadel, yeah. The Citadel? You son of a gun. I know. I was like, there was something else and I couldn't find it and I found it today. No, I like the Orbium. Didn't you give me Orbium? I did, yeah. Only the best for my That's friend. That's delicious. It's got Wormswub in it. That's right. Yeah. Trying to make me go on some weird Van Gogh trip. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I went on whatever French. Isn't Van Gogh French too? No, he's Dutch. No, he's Dutch. Oh, thank you. High five, best friend from high school. Sorry, best friend from now. It's okay. But can't even see my hand. <laughs> like, where the hell's the camera? <laughs> I haven't even finished it. Sorry. I put some fresh lime juice from my mom's tree and uh, <gasps> oh, just some good. blueberry pomegranate seltzer that I shared with Michaela the other day. And it's just like a really delicious tropical highball. Not tropical. It's from that same can we shared. Citrus. You should have used a new fresh one. <laughs> Would you find that in a car? Same package, not the same can. Me and Michaela shared this seltzer. <laughs> I'm going to save I'll it. I'll put it in my drink on Sunday. It'll be extra, extra seasoned by then. <laughs> Teehee. That's Yuck. how I go around my house. All hot It won't car. make me burp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, gerbil? <laughs> I actually have a drink today. I got hot sake. Oh, nice. Look at you. Look at you with your little cup. You're so cute. I love it. Adorable. Yeah. (laughs) I almost bought sake at Costco. Mm. I should do. Is it good? Yeah. Damn. We should do a... Yeah, the 12... That's what I got, the $12 bottle. Dude, we should plan a... Next time we are all on the show, we'll plan a sake night. Hell yeah. we'll all drink sake together. We're so fun. Let's do it. From Costco. Mm -hmm. Oh, girl, we could go to that... um, sake factory in oakland if it's still there remember no what is that oh man there's a um a sake factory in oakland and i think it's over towards emeryville and you go and they get it's like the tiniest little place and they give you like a little tour of like their little museum of how they make sake and rice wine and all this shit and then they give you samples of stuff and they have plum wine and it's totally the you're gonna recognize it it's in every fucking bay area store it's like the cheap one it might even be all over the world it's like super super recognizable Mm. label and you're like oh this place and then they sell you uh sake kind of cheap i love it it's cute and fun Mm-hmm. We should go. Sounds yeah, like a good go. day. And we can talk about it, and then we'll all drink sake. Make a TikTok. Maybe you guys could find other places to go and see if they have tours of your sake areas, and that'd be fun. Yeah. I bet there's one in Boston. I have no Boston's idea. Boston's classy, Maybe. right? Is yeah, it? Boston's classy. Is and it? no, wait. You live in the Hamptons, for fuck's sake. I bet there's a place to look at sake near the... There's not, actually. Oh. I mean, Maybe New York City. Yeah, there's like a... There's like a yeah, probably in the city. Out here, they don't care. There's like two sushi places. They're both basically the same. <laughs> I mean, Shots fired, I, sushi places. I have like the liquor. <laughs> the gerbil <laughs> review is in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's the Hamptons. People just come out here on vacation. They could every every restaurant knows they could get away with kind of just being average because everybody's just going to go there anyway. Like 
and basically you don't you're not really trying to get repeat customers so some people love it obviously and there's some really good restaurants but there's a lot that just like they know people are only going to come once i so got you they just do whatever mm, one know? of my favorite uh sushi places is still in brooklyn i have to admit which one right at the end of our street oh, the yeah. one that's at the end of our street oh, on yeah. like south fifth oh yeah and they had that rock shrimp and they had like really good sushi i don't know it was weird it, and they gave you free sake that whole year that they were like a 10 year anniversary. So every time you ordered anything, you'd get free sake. And then because I was such a fucking lush, they would just keep giving us free sake because we drink like 10 of them. That's oh, yeah. right. Stumble I remember home. that spot. Yeah, that was if you're in South Williamsburg at the end of South 4th Street and somewhere. It's so good. Where the highway yeah, is. You guys should go there. Get the rock shrimp. They're fucking crazy. So fucking good. But just to say, the Takura sake um, is what the is in our neck. It's actually Berkeley. I didn't know. I guess I was in denial. Um, I'm just kidding. I love Berkeley, but they make people just like make fun of me for loving Berkeley, and I'll be like, No, I don't. Yes, I do. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Yeah, right. Tell that to people in Oakland. Yeah, I mean, thanks, like, Sarah. Mm-hmm. It is. It's okay. Thanks, Sarah. I do love Berkeley, though. I don't know that I've ever been to Jeez. Berkeley. Really? Oh, God. We got to take you to come eat. I'm trying to show you guys. It's that green one. Oh, yeah. I See know that green that one? one? I know you guys all one. know. Exactly. Yeah. That's made in Berkeley, you guys. Oh. John, look. Is it, de- is it Den Saki? Is that what see it's that called? See that green one? I see it, yeah. You've seen that before, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I have seen that. <sighs> yeah, that place we could go to. But I was trying. To, I was actually trying to look up one in Boston, but it gave me this one because it's like, I know where you are. I know where you're sitting. Shut up. And I'm like, okay, Google, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck you. It's like, I'll let you Google it. Yeah. This is the closest booze. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's not what I asked you. I didn't say Berkeley. I said Boston. It was like, you must be confused. Because I was about to be like, Sarah, you could go to this one called To Cure. Nope, that's the one I was talking about. <laughs> Thank you. That's, um, that's why I'm not the Googler. That's why I'm not the Googler. <laughs> Leave it to the professional. Anywho, sake's cool. But you know what's cooler? The elementary canal. Farts. Oh, yeah. Farts. <laughs> yeah. Saliva. Saliva. <laughs> Farts. Farts and saliva. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about this book. This is a reread for me. I really love Mary Roach, the author. Her style of writing is very engaging. She makes it fun to like read about such gross, disgusting things that I'm really, really squeamish about in every other circumstance. So it's really yeah. great to learn so much about the science of eating. Like this is all about the foods we ingest and how they get processed in the body. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy, Sarah, that you're here so you can tell us more about it since you are a biologist. I am. Although I will say just a caveat, I'm an immunologist, so this is not my wheelhouse, but I have learned all about <laughs> this in my in my educational process, but I don't want to claim to be the expert. Mary Roach is right. certainly more of an expert than I am, but I'm happy to. And she's not even scientist at all. She's just an yeah, author. A nerd, but I think, so. I think what what makes people what I love about being a scientist is the process of you can call yourself a scientist if you go through the the scientific process of experimenting and gathering right. data. And so she's she's at the first part, right? She's gathering data. Um, and she That's even true. she was also part of the experimental process too. That's true. We talked about this at one I point. I remember. Yeah, um, yeah. What makes you a scientist? Yep. But she hasn't done anything to further it to affect. Yeah. To further the science scientific studies. Yeah, though. she hasn't. She's only recapped it. what everyone's done, right? But she now needs to go step into that portal with gerbil on a string, tied to a trunk yeah. of a tree or whatever. 
and yeah. be there and be like, okay, we did the thing, right? So that's the only, I felt like that was the main difference, right? You have to have some sort of effect on science one way or another. Well, she has she to interpret science. something. So she, she's inter- right? she hasn't interpreting her right. results in a way that adds to the, the larger. Adds to the, right. Discussion. Collective knowledge. Of right. science. Right. Because we all mm. know science is like jazz. It's an ongoing, moving discussion. That's right. So true. Having a hard time understanding facts? I'll be fine. I don't like vegetables, so I don't eat them. Carnivore diet. You might die. Do you fail to grasp science? The vax is killing more people than the virus itself. What? Where'd you get your numbers? Has basic knowledge got you all confused? It's flat because I can't see over them mountains when I'm standing on my car. That's not evidence of anything. Ever. Has superstition kept you in the dark ages? Dolls are evil because they have a face and only God can give things faces. Uh... Noodles cause autism. Okay, just no. Well, you're in luck. Stop embarrassing yourself daily in public with brighter brain strips. Just peel the protective film and stick the comfortable adhesive strip across your forehead at night and drift it off to sleep dreaming of waking up smarter than when you went to bed. Feel less moronic in just a few mornings. Our patented anti-misinformation solution is saturated in every brighter brain strip and sealed with an organic gluten-free glue that keeps it in place on your stupid, stupid head. I no longer believe gingers are soulless. My friends finally stopped laughing at me after I spoke. Thanks, Brighter Brain Strips. In just two weeks, I went from sports fan to museum member. Increase your cognitive capabilities today. Huh? Oh, uh, sorry. Get real smart fast, get laid. Ooh. Brain Bright Strips may cause slight discoloration of forehead on particularly stubborn idiots. Use appropriate cover-up if this occurs. Some test subjects got super smart and realized they low-key hated all their old friends and shows and had to start a new life after using BBS. Not suitable for people planning on enjoying large-scale puzzles, drag races, or Chipotle. Stop using if you start to look like Brainiac and can start to warp space-time. If little to no effect is detected after three weeks, discontinue use and consult a physician to make sure you indeed have a brain to brighten. Do not use if currently possessed or lactating. Brain strips, brain strips, holy shit, I can think now. Brain strips, brain, brain strips. Brain. So much more talking in my head. Hey man, don't no have a cow. brain farts. Now I am smart. SMRT smarts. And I like that she dove in a lot, like in the the recapping of different mm-hmm. um, biological processes. She talks about how she would submit samples, you know, <laughs> with the scientists that she worked with to research the book. And like, I was like, good for her spitting mm-hmm. into a vial and trying to like participate in the science. That's really engaging, you know, as a yeah. reader. I've done that before. And it, it's really annoying to have to sit there with the the vial mm-hmm. and just wait for your saliva to come out it's really not the most fun thing i've done why, why don't they just gag you um because if you just i mean if you just you know go well, deep for enough induced, they could. something they, they could they could do that for induced saliva a lot of saliva comes out like instantly and maybe also some stomach acid oh no i mean like if you just like kind of choke on something you can also regurgitate if you're choking a lot of s- oh she's talking about dicks I, she is, absolutely. <laughs> I get it <laughs> i'm playing dumb but i got it i'm just saying like if you want more lubrication all yeah i mean the, if you want more lubrication all you have to do is like you sort of just choke yourself mm-hmm. on it a little right i mean then it's like all that's that long liquidy spit the sim 
stimulated it is definitely stimulated they're stimulated and not stimulated there's two all that watery spit that comes out really easy or if you just gag yourself to barf right it's like i'm just saying i wonder why they don't do that when you're collecting that sort of spit do you know which because it seems to just run out your mouth do you know which kind you were collecting sarah at the time i've, I've done i did both in this case it was unstimulated so i was there a long time Oh. Oh my God. Well, how long? Like 20 minutes? It was. <laughs> it was about 15 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's a long insane. time to just be sitting still. They should just wow. make a contraption and stick to your face. Like, shouldn't they have that at the dentist? Like a little tubey thing that just kind of like flows out of your mouth or something to get the unstimulated one? I, I don't know. And I don't know at what point do you start to be stimulated? Because if I start thinking about that thing at the dentist, I start to sell. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, so like, I don't right know now. I don't know what they do so that doesn't happen uh-huh because it does change the consistency of the saliva because there's something so when I oh. when I did this it was both it was both stimulated and mm-hmm. unstimulated and so it, and it was for work so it was I donate blood and saliva and other things to other researchers at my right. company oh that's generous of you in the past that's a nice way of saying it. Me too. <laughs> well, I was not, not as scientifically, I suppose. Well, and I also, I also got paid. I'm not a sex worker. And, and I, I, although I 100% think people should be sex workers if that's what they choose to do. Thank you. That's why we're friends. But this was not for sex work. This was part of a lab. Exactly. Exactly. It wouldn't have been a very w- good way to support my myself because um, I got like no. 20 bucks. It wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> dude i would hawk my saliva for 20 dollars right? on, on the corner yeah <laughs> like there you go it definitely would have been more fun. scientific well, anyway it wasn't very fun yeah either. anyway that would have been more fun you're right you just spit on instead of a kissing booth you have a spitting booth <laughs> oh there yeah there will be clients I got to think about that next time we do one of those goth markets you know and then just have like a little yeah, cutout yeah. and it just says spitting booth like five dollars and i'll just spit on you it'd be interesting it'd be interesting to find out how much we'd make but michaela you said something about the differences in saliva right like between stimulated and unstimulated that you have something Mm -hmm. to to report back on the different properties of each no i was just saying you can choke yourself if you wanted to get some saliva out that's all i was saying uh no i just think they're oh right because they do different things right is that what you're saying yeah the levels of enzymes are higher Versus mucus versus... So, yeah, there's the stimulated and unstimulated. And, oh, my God, it talks about glands and all this shit. But anyway, most of what you swallow um, and generate is stimulated saliva. So I guess that's like if you get hungry or like <clears throat> choke on something <laughs> and you you get that, right? And then the other stuff is just like what seems to like coat your mouth, right? And your teeth. And your teeth. So as soon as it has something acidic in your mouth, as soon as you put something acidic in your mouth, like all this like saliva starts to form to dilute the acid as if it's like trying Uh. to water down all of the acid in your mouth so that it won't like wear away at your enamel. 
You're enamel. And I thought that was just fucking crazy. It's amazing. It Which amazing. one has a higher enzyme, Sarah? Is it the stimulated or the unstimulated? It would be the, I believe it's the stimulated because that's what happens when you're eating. So it's kind of a signal. So I'm, I don't remember right. for sure, but it's a signal when you're eating to say, okay, help me digest what I'm eating. And so the saliva has the, the enzymes that will break down simple carbohydrates and get that process going. Um, so that it makes it easier to, to make the bolus when you swallow, it's more compact and easier to do so. That makes sense. Like they were saying how like sugar doesn't even like actually cause tooth decay. It's the bacteria that goes crazy while eating the sugar. Exactly. And so it's like this, the saliva is there to like try to cut that sugar essentially. So they're like, don't eat that. Don't eat that. And like, get rid of all that. So your body delivers those enzymes through the saliva so it can help you to protect mm -hmm. your teeth and break down mm -hmm. the food. That's so basically you start digesting your food right away, chemically and exactly. physically when you're chewing it and having it in your mouth. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's pretty powerful stuff. The main digestive enzyme in stimulated saliva is uh, amylase or amylase. Yes, it's amylase. amylase. It is. Amylase. Amylase. It breaks down starches into simple sugars that the body can use. You can taste this happening when you chew bread. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I remember doing that in biology class. Oh, a sweet taste materializes. It just like made us leave a cracker in our mouth. Oh. What does that do? It's just like disintegrating it. It's like to show the power of your saliva. Yeah, but it got and it got you could like taste it got sweet if you like left the cracker in your mouth for too long good class yeah right uh, that was a good teacher <laughs> that reminds me a lot of um when you're trying to be like a barista and they're like telling you about that bell curve of sweetness in the milk that you're heating up there's like milk solids and if you heat it up too much it gets all like flat tasting and burnt and kind of like bleh. but if you don't heat it up enough it doesn't taste good either it's not sweet at all but if you get it to that right perfect amount of heat that it actually brings out all these sugar i don't know molecules solids yeah. or some bullshit i don't know and then mm. like that's the perfect temperature to drink like hot milk at which is also by the way everyone not the legal um amount and that's why all your lattes taste like shit because the U.S. government needs to federally regulate how hot you drink cow milk. But it honestly doesn't taste that good when it's 140 degrees. It's like around 120. It's like per 125 is like perfect. Never made me sick. Motherfucker. That's all I'm going to say. And then people be like, you made me the best cappuccino. I'm like, that's because it's illegal. <laughs> I made it 125 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> you know, I was like, but you're fine because let's be real. It's like fucking milk in America. It's not the it's milk's already pasteurized too. It's like, what are you mm -hmm. really protecting you from? It's just an extra precaution. It's just some weird extra precaution. Does it make sense? Anyway, moving on. It just reminded me of that where I was like, all these things have these little sweet spots, Ooh, right? Literal. These things that like that yeah. get you to this. Yeah, exactly. And so anyway, another thing that I thought was interesting about saliva was how it distributes the food particles more evenly along the taste buds. So not, not only is it breaking down your food to make it easier to process, but also for you to enjoy more, like you get to have a more rich flavor mm. because of your saliva. Like that's very interesting. And it just protects your teeth. Like that's just amazing. It's like you get, it helps you eat. Helps you taste. If you don't have it, your teeth turn into fucking like nothing. They get soft. Your gums get brown lesions in them that's right people who can't salivate have major issues like that you need saliva it's magic yeah. <laughs> from like Sjogren's and radiation treatments and yeah. stuff so anyway 
That was one of my favorite chapters. Oh, that was something I learned, Michaela, that you just brought up. I didn't know that radiation treatments for cancer can actually make you lose your taste buds. And that was something I had no idea about. Yeah, people think it's just like, bing bong, get radiation, you'll be all better. It's beautiful. And you're like, it's fucking horrifying. Like, you still have all this other fallout from being radiated that people, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's a treatment, but it doesn't mean it's like 100% wonderful oh, what no. you're doing to yourself. Oh, no, no, no. You know what I mean? It's like, my lord. Sarah, you probably know a lot about that, right? Because you study cancer. So I do, but I know less about what people, I know more about chemotherapy and immunotherapy than radiation. I know more about what radiation does to cancer and why we use it than I know about how people feel during radiation. Oh, I see. That's a different it's, area. Well, it's also because I don't know as many people who've had radiation who've told me how they feel. Whereas I know a lot of people right. who've had chemotherapy who say, this is how I feel, or who've had right. immunotherapy. And it's also not very good either, right? Feel, yeah. yeah. Chemo is awful. Really poorly. Is chemo <laughs> like just chemicals? Is that what that is yes. short for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the idea with chemo, well, they're all chemicals. It's just radiotherapy can be either with like radio ligands that are, which means they are radioactive substances that you take that can kill the cells directly or radiation from another outside source that can kill the tumor, which is also chemicals if you're taking them internally or externally, it's not really chemicals, but. So chemo is a misleading name for that? Yeah, but chemotherapy is more, we say chemotherapy because we're thinking about a drug that is a chemical substance that you're taking in contrast to a biologic agent, which would be an antibody. Uh-huh. Or, uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally okay. does. Yeah, yeah. totally yeah. does. Okay. And then with radiation, they would they be just putting like isotopes into you or something? Is that the difference? Yeah. So there are directed isotopes okay. that are usually antibody right. labeled okay. that would direct to mm-hmm. specifically to the tissue that they want right. to get at. Or they're not like putting you in a microwave or something. No, right? but I they mean, they might injecting also, you with things. Right. Or they might have mm-hmm. external radiation where they're using something to deliver radiation externally to your tumor internally. So like a, like a beam, like a laser beam, laser yeah. beam. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's really, int- it's really cool. interesting. I don't know anything about this, obviously, since I'm asking Thank so many God. questions, but hashtag blessed. I did think that chemotherapy was the same thing as radiation therapy until this moment. I did not know that was different. Well, they're all treatments for, for tumors. Yeah. So, and then there's liquid tumors and solid tumors and they all have different types of therapy. But yeah, got it. Yeah, the science of eating does it come with these interesting like, if this is happening to you, this is what we can learn from you, which was interesting throughout the book was like, how they use human subjects. Oh, yeah, like the super colon. Yes, the super colon. And the like, fistulated stomach. Yes, the stuff. fistulated stomach. So I was talking, yeah. my son brought that up today. He said, Mom, did you know that there's this guy who had a hole in his stomach, and they would just use it to see how things were digested. Mm-hmm. And I said, Yes, I did. Yes, I did know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to talk about it with my weird ass friends. Yeah, just I a did. few hours. I did. He's like, that's, that's so, so cool. funny. It is. He used to put little strings with like meat 
blobs and shit into it and be like, oh, what's this going to look like in a few hours? And it's like, which like was also like, you don't need to chew your food. I always thought that was going to give you indigestion. Apparently not because it just like fucking didn't even matter. Yeah, it seems like it's only to deliver it to your body. Like it just has to break down enough to get through the esophagus and then. Yeah, it's to reduce choking. Yeah, yeah. so you don't choke. Yeah. Alexis yeah. St. Martin. Alexis St. Martin. That was the guy, right? Or William Beaumont. William Beaumont was the do- doctor scientist. The doctor. And St. Martin like, was... Kept the other guy as a pet. Was the pet, yeah. Yeah, essentially. Poor guy. Yeah, I think he was yay. like an indentured servant, and like he got shot in the stomach, mm-hmm. and they like... Yeah, he got shot with a musket. Yeah, exactly. And lived. And lived. At a, at a fur trading post. Poor guy. Well, that's what you get for furring innocent little animals yeah. well, what my son was said kidding. was like well Different imagine times. rolling over in bed and having all your stomach acid come out and i was like yeah that would be a total bummer oh my god i didn't even think of that yeah, yeah. i thought they would put a stopper in it like a cork or something well that's exactly what i imagined a little cork stopper that they just put in <laughs> yeah. yeah perhaps yes yeah, yeah i would hope so it also surprised me that it wasn't like uh infected or like to have an opening in your body seems so unnatural to me like that that would just be open to the elements yeah yeah, because we would close it this day. We right. would close that. We would fix that. We, would, we wouldn't have a mad scientist keeping it open in private because we couldn't escape. Hopefully, I mean, that's probably happening somewhere, let's just be honest. But sure the cow. idea is that we would put it in a scientific paper and have it be accepted. They're still fistulated cows. Yeah, we do that to animals. Probably, like, probably like stick like a little rock of coke in it, though. It'll probably get you high as fuck. Well, they talk about that, too, in this book, or mules <laughs> oh, really? and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like what happens if it bursts in your stomach. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, not oh, good yeah, all. yeah, true. Mm-mm. But interesting. This book has it all. It also it told me why I love crispy things, which we also did talk about with the Teeth Girl. We had Keely on. I was like, I love crispy things. I don't know why. But it turns out it's because it's a sign of freshness. That's right. And that when you eat, like, naturally fresh things, they're crispy, like celery and carrots and apples. But when they get old, they the cells break down. So it's all air and, like, these structures that can, like, crunch and break down are still there. But, yeah, it turns the mush so your brain instinctually knows don't eat mushy things. It's not as, like, fresh. So I was like, see... I'm not just a weirdo. I like cr- fresh. Yeah, you're stuff. hardwired to want that. And that it means that it's a I a really good food am. item to ingest, which makes total sense because you know think about stale things and they get all soft and weird, and you're like, ugh, this isn't good. I'll probably get sick eating this. Exactly. Uh, it's weird. Like Cheetos get soft, but bread gets hard when it's stale. Well, and they talk. The yeah, <laughs> it's weird. And it's all about <laughs> air. It all has to do with like the amount Water. of air that gets to it, right? So it's just like that's so interesting. Yeah, like the stale the, the chip, the quieter. And they talk she talks about how like people like certain crunchy decibels, like uh this one doctor, Van Valet <laughs> is says like people eat physics. You eat physical properties, a little bit of taste and aroma, and if the physics is not good, then you don't eat it. Christmas and Crunch are the body's shorthand for a healthy. The snack food companies have cashed in on it, producing crisp, crunchable foods that have the appeal, but they fail to deliver the healthiness. So it's like, Mm. that's interesting um, that people prefer 
these snacks the most when it's around 90 to 100 decibels. And I was like, that's just amazing. Wow, that it's like all these little <laughs> tiny bubbles in your mouth. There's something exploding. And that you literally are just more satisfied. Even in like ads and stuff. Or like they're like, oh, what makes it more satisfied? It's like the more crunch that a person will hear, the more they want the snack. And I was like, that's me, 100%. Like I fucking love carrots when they're raw because they're so crunchy. They're so loud. That's what I love about the science of eating is they actually have scientists who measured that like between this and this decibel mm-hmm. this is yeah. the optimum and they snack say point you know and the snack companies aren't even using this information oh they are they're like oh so like this no they well they were at the point of this they were like she was like oh so like i bet the snack companies all this and they're like you think they would they don't give a shit they're like, they just give their snacks to a bunch of people. And if they like them, they like them. They're like, it's wasted. They're like, all this research wasted. Like, they're actually like, in, they're like mad about it. They're Some like, you think are. they would care about our research. I mean. Yeah, they can make like the perfect decibel of crunch and make something completely addicting. <laughs> this was also 12 years ago. But yeah, this is also 12 years ago. But they were like, you'd think they would give a shit about our research. And they're like, well, then why do you do it? They're like, physics. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Crunch nerds, physics, of bitch. Course. You know, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I mean, sure. nerds. Literally, that's why I love nerds, too, though. The candy's so good, so crunchy. That's definitely 100 decibels when you crunch on some nerds. Oh, that isn't even what I meant, but that's totally right. I can't stand those. <laughs> I know. Double entendre. Yeah. That was Anywho. really, like I was saying, too, about this was, like, the science of food was really compelling. And, like, all the things that we've talked about thus far with the teeth being protected by saliva and the, like, foods being broken down, it's, like, I always thought that that was because it was meant for, like, getting nutrients out of it. Not at all. It's totally just disinfecting and breaking down your food for your colon and your uh, small intestine to do all the work. And I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, (laughs) you're not really doing any work until it's actually out of your stomach. Like, it's totally just like some mushed up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love eating your boogers? Uh, But you are trying to stay vegan? Have you been reading my diary? Well, you're in luck. We have teamed up with Full Meat to bring you snots, plant-based snot balls that taste just like the real thing. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I like the texture. It's so sticky. I love a slimy meat substitute that goes down smooth. Just like my human boogers. I can't even tell the difference. I love the salty quality. It really has the umami flavor of boogers. I love that there's an option for my picking proclivities. It's so much easier than sticking my finger in my nose since I barely have any fingers left. The resealable bag means I can have snots on the go. Snots here, snots there, snots not even snots. Snots and popcorn. Do not stick snots into your nose. If you get them stuck in your nose, immediately flush out with oat milk and consult a yoga bitch. And speaking of the colon, yeah, Sarah, you brought up the mega colon, which I I had knew because I read this before, but I didn't know before I read this, but it kind of makes so much sense. Like, when you think of how many times he used to change his outfits and shit. Elvis? Yeah. Yeah. Right? We're talking about Elvis. Elvis and his megacolon. Yeah, so Elvis had a megacolon, most likely. Like, 
What is a likely. megacolon for those who may so not know? So a megacolon so a megacolon is apparently um someone who is unable to pass food completely or pass not food fecal matter so poop mm-hmm. they're unable to pass poop poopy you, exactly with peristalsis the normal way instead the way most of us do so instead their colon gets impacted because of how much they eat over time and so they pass stool because they have so much pressure coming from what they've ingested oh, and digested yeah. So, so what happens is their colon gets distended to like, probably they were saying <laughs> it would take up so much of someone's abdomen compared to a normal right. colon, which is maybe big around. So what's that? A six inch diameter compared to like a 20 inch diameter of someone with, with severe megacolon. Wow. that's And so Elvis, apparently when they. Hmm? More than twice the size. You said from six oh, to 20. That's a lot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. See, people with severe megacolon, it's it's um, incredible, and so I would I would encourage people to just take a look at if you're interested what a megacolon looks like compared to a regular colon. I mean, the numbers are kind of made up. It's what I recall. So my recollection is not what it used to be. <laughs> so I could be off. Um, it says that his. Um... His colon was two to three times the normal size. Okay. So that sounds like the numbers you're talking about, if we're still talking Close. just numbers. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what happens in the body? It just like keeps building up and taking up space and pushing outward? Exactly. It pushes. So it pushes all your other internal organs out of the way. And you can't actually mm. get rid of your your fecal matter, your poop, unless you have the pressure from above. So people strain a lot to actually mm-hmm. to actually defecate to poop and they end up passing away actually on the toilet and so that is what yeah. happened to to Elvis yeah because you can push too hard and die yeah and it's also because you don't have that musculature for the normal peristaltic action that everyone else right. who doesn't have this issue is able to and that muscle through. it just becomes slack because of the extent that it's pushed to by the size of the colon like it just i i think that it's a a deficiency in the muscle itself i think it's something that happens through from childbirth that they don't have the ability to pass their um their poo normally and even as a child Mm -hmm. they're unable to to defecate normally if i'm recalling correctly and i'm I'm not sure specifically what's wrong with the muscle. I don't, I don't remember, but it's it's just not enervated properly, so it doesn't work. So what were you saying about him changing his clothes? It says that sometimes right in the middle of performance, he'd think, I'm passing a little gas, and it wouldn't be gas, his doctor said quietly, and he'd have to get off stage Ooh. and change clothes. And like he's just known for a lot of his... like outfit changes and it was like first of all though why why are you wearing a white yeah honestly you really just what he looked amazing that's why because he looked amazing (laughs) sarah but if you're about to poo yourself any second living life on the edge yeah but he's elvis you just change into new clothes i mean it was the 70s wear a brown wear a brown one um i don't know or well like you know what like or like something, I don't know. I, I, I guess you're right, but it's just like wow, you're really. T- I don't. I haven't worn white since I got my period, so I don't know. <laughs> I was like, why temp fate? So yeah, and that he was just had a doctor around to like give him enemas and 
what do you call it, laxatives like all the time, just to constantly. It was like his whole life revolved around pooping. And yet nobody suspected that as his cause of death until much later, right? I read that. Because of the, what? yeah, it's because of the stigma. Yeah, they didn't want to say it. They were like, oh, he had a heart attack. But it was like he had a heart attack from pooping because he probably had too much bacon peanut butter banana sandwiches in his body you know whatever like i don't know like i i thought it was from like opiates that's also a huge part of it they said yeah yeah, in the book they talk about how a lot of these people like judy garland might have had like a problem too and it's she died on the toilet oh yeah and um they're huge opioid addicts so yeah doesn't help guys doesn't help yeah that's really too bad that so many people celebrities have dealt with that because of like uh the pressures of celebrity i think especially in judy garland's case i mean she was just fed those things people just made her yeah and it seems like the perfect cocktail if you have like a opioid addiction and a super colon mega colon excuse me i could i could reach you what they said about elvis's colon Please. if you want in the autopsy yeah. if that's too much so this is from the autopsy section of the death of elvis as Florendo cut, he found that the megalocolon was jam-packed from the base of this descending colon all the way up and halfway across the traverse colon. The impaction had the consistency of clay and seemed to defy Florendo's efforts with the scissors to cut it out. Nicolopoulos, which was, I think, his personal doctor, was at the autopsy and remembers the moment. The clay-like material, he says, was barium administered to prep Presley for a set of x-rays taken four months earlier. Wow. That barium was just like a rock, he says. And the impaction obstructed at least 50 to 60 percent of the diameter of Presley's colon. Wow. What is barium, Sarah? You know, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I know that it's a material that they give you prior to imaging so that your whatever whatever they give you it's a to show contrast when you're having an x-ray. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you probably shouldn't have that in there. If you no, 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 that's months. unexpected. No. So usually things pass through your alimentary canal with within a few days. 20 minutes? Oh. <laughs> from what I remember from the vegan propaganda is that grains and vegetables pass through your body within 20 to, minutes to a half an hour. And that's how you know you're pretty healthy is if you eat and you pass it very quickly. And that meat and dairy could take up to two days. And that a lot of little parts of that stays in your like prostate and your colon. That's why you're not supposed to eat meat a lot is because it actually just sits in your body and rots in your bowels. Um, but I don't know if that's true or it's just some vegan propaganda. But I do notice that mm-hmm. if I eat vegan, I do poop like a half hour to 45 minutes after I eat. Whereas if I have eaten meat or some lots of dairy, it's like, who knows? Right. It's like, oh, yeah, once but a day. within a few days, right? Well, I mean, I poop Your every single day because I guess I've never just eaten steak every day. But you know, like, John, you talked about being constipated in fucking naked and afraid because all you ate was meat. Yeah, it was just meat and water. Yeah. yeah. That was in Africa? You felt like? Yeah. Yeah. 27 days. What about any other time? Were you constipated on your first time on naked and afraid? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I was on the first time. But I think that was just because I was like, we weren't eating a lot at all. And. Also, I was just ner- it was nerves. Yeah. So, how long were you constipated for in Africa? Twenty-seven days. Yeah. Twenty-seven days. Yeah. yeah. That's really yeah, it was long. Bad. That's bad. That's very it was really it bad. took someone out of the yeah. game, yeah, yeah, bro. It took someone out of the yeah, game. Yeah, it, 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 it almost took it almost took all of us out. Yeah, like every single one of us had to do like drastic, drastic measures. You to... got to go up there. 
And she talks, she talks about that. She's like, they're like, one of the things you can do is just stick your fucking hand up there. That's what we had. That's what we all did. We all did it. You yeah. have to just stick your finger up there. Yeah, get just it get out. it out. We had to just, we had to you just, just have to pry it out. It out. <laughs> it's something that has to yep. happen sometimes. So, yeah, it was not cool. Not but. because cool. the blockage is the worst thing, right? right? The blockage like is what's really bad for you. Yeah, not so much the. I mean, the poop being in there a long time, not great. But the blockage is the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, once you get once we got that out. Yeah, once you get it going, you keep going. Fired exactly. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. initial. Yeah. Exactly. Poor yeah. Elvis. Poor Elvis. Poor Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, that's gotta that's gotta mm -hmm. be rough. Especially when you're trying to shake it around before. too on stage. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think that would loosen it up a little bit. They but... think that's why he looked so chubby was because of his colon, yeah. not because he was actually super heavy. Exactly. Loaded. Mm -hmm. That's why wow. he liked horseback riding too, they thought. Because it shook it loose. Because mm -hmm. it, it did loose. actually <laughs> shake it around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people have this afflictions from birth. I too and have a mega colon. I'm not chubby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> we fucked up, it was true. Is there a way to find out while yes. you're alive? Go to the doctor. So now, now they would <laughs> absolutely let you know, and they would be treating you. Um, yeah, I think they would just start you with regular stimulant laxatives, but I actually don't know. Who knows? Or they might shove that water up your butt. What do they call that? Enema. No, when they do it like real hard and it goes way up there, and then they suck it out. There's some other like a colon colonic colonic colonic, oh, colonic. Irrigation. colonic. irrigation. That looks very invasive and intense. It is. I know. I kind of want to do it. I feel like it probably feels like it's uh, great. Though. I feel like it might feel good, but also it might just suck my <laughs> butthole and give me a pink sock the rest of my life. And the fear is too great. So, True. so they're not yeah. supposed too... to use heavy suction with that. It's gentle suction. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, people, someone gets drunk at the dial. Someone's had a bad day. They don't know. And then they suck your, I don't know. I've watched it, um, Final Destination way too many times. Yeah. So don't go to those places. Go to a reputable place. <laughs> Yeah, it, you know, even the most reputable people have a bad. That day. might be a good you horror know, movie. I'm, say, so. <laughs> I'm saying I think it's probably it in yeah. Final it, Destination. It I bet is. someone had a colonic, yeah. and I probably watched it and was like, "Never, I'll never." Also, I watched it during Jackass, and I was like, "That looks very, very intense." Oh yeah, that's where I saw it for the first time too when he dressed as Santa Claus. And those guys seem to be enjoying it as much as you could possibly enjoy it. I mean, it probably like cleans you out, especially if you don't eat. And food. it still made me not want to get one. I was like, I just know my luck, you know. They'd be like, oh, you had a pre-existing bad sphincter. Now you have a pink sock for the rest of your life. That's your OnlyFans. That's all I got left in life. <laughs> There's a market sock. for everything. Yeah, prolapse Geriatric pink sock, yeah, yeah. MILF. Yeah, but honestly. Prolapse butthole. <laughs> so much money. And feet. No joke. I know. Yeah. Yeah, wow. But let's back up a bit and talk about the difference between the small intestines and the colon. So the small intestines does what to food it breaks it down and absorbs yes. nutrients and then the Water. colon does what so you're mainly the purpose of the large intestine is water absorption at least that's what i learned like that's its main job is water absorption so basically all of the nutrients are already gone by the time that it hits the colon and yes. it's just unless unless you have diarrhea and then essentially everything goes so quickly it doesn't have time to sit around in your colon and get the water to be reabsorbed Okay, so it doesn't really properly, your food's not properly digested when you're exactly. having diarrhea. You're, everything is like just hurried through and nobody's doing their job properly. Exactly. So you have electrolyte imbalances, you have all sorts of bad shit going on. That's why they say you get yes. dehydrated is because your colon doesn't have a chance to absorb the water from exactly. your food. Oh, that makes so much sense. 
So that's why you get constipated if you're dehydrated also, because the, there is no exactly. water to reabsorb and it just kind of stays a brick in there. Exactly. So not only are your muscles less able to do their job because they're already dehydrated, but also there's nothing to pull exactly. from. So you're just like scraping the bottom of the well. And so if you have speak. an electrolyte imbalance, you're more likely to be, you're more likely to also be constipated because you need electrolytes to have your muscles function properly and it's sort of a vicious cycle. So um, it's very difficult once you get into it to get out of it again. Yes, I see. At least it has been mm. for me. <laughs> yeah, dehydration and constipation and diarrhea all go together. And electrolyte imbalance. Yeah. Wait a minute. But doesn't de constipation, dehydrate? Wait, constipation and diarrhea not make sense so, together? No, they make perfect sense. Like one is the antithesis. So you can no. They. It's just a different form of it. And that's what I've heard. It's like a different form yeah, so, of it, but so they're they're both inappropriate bowel activity. One is your your digestion is going haywire, and you're just not absorbing the water, so you can be dehydrated from diarrhea, and then you can also be dehydrated, and so not have enough water, and also be constipated. So one could lead to the other. Right. But a lot of times yeah, so yeah. the constipation will lead to diarrhea because then it's backing up all the stuff from the constipation and then you're getting diarrhea behind your constipation. Or it can go the other way. Or you can have diarrhea and then be constipated because you're so dehydrated. Mm -hmm. From the diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, vicious cycle. You said it. But it's only, yeah. she said that like most of the time you don't die from dehydration from diarrhea unless you're in like a third world country yeah. or like you know, somewhere you don't have clean water yeah. to drink, but like, it, usually it's the um, constipation that'll kill you. Or it's like when you, when you get like dysentery and it just diarrhea, like doesn't go away and it, that, yeah. that dehydration will kill you. But only if you're not, I mean, if you're in America, someone could actually, I mean, if yeah. you're in a hospital though, well, yeah, you you'll be fine. They're just, that's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah, it's yeah. only in countries where you yeah, can't yeah, you get, get like an, hydrated. You're not going to get an IV. Yeah, yeah. 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 If that happens to yeah. like people don't die of cholera in America. Because they have IVs. Because we have hella yeah. water and we have hospitals and they'll hydrate you sterilely right. and let you poop it all out. I love this book so much. Hers, a lot, you know, and let's just say like a lot of Mary Roach's books are amazing. Like I really liked the one about dead bodies. That one's great. Yes, yeah, Stiff. I really want to read that one. Stiff. Oh, Stiff Lord. is so good. Well, we'll have you back next year. We'll read about Stiff. It's great. It's gross. It's real gross. But it's so cool. I definitely want to talk about gas, which comes up in Stiff as oh, well. Yes. After the body's passed mm -hmm. and the gas that happens. But I definitely want to talk about farts. Okay. We're just building up to it. <laughs> <laughs> cheese kebabs. It's five kinds of cheese on a skewer. Keto. Vegetarian. On the go. At the club. Contemplating mortality on the misty cliffs of Dover. At the gym. Comes in three sizes, six inch, 12 inch, and the shit stopper. An entire pound of mixed cheeses on a stick. Couldn't I just make this at home? What? No. Yeah, I'd like to see you try. Okay. So is the cheese roasted like a traditional kebab? No, or? it would melt, melt off, stupid. What's so hard to get? It's a cheese kebab. Available at all fine creameries and 7-Elevens. Get, get your, your cheese, cheese kebab. kebab Right, right away. away, you, you won't, won't shit, shit all, all day. day. Let's get to the farts. Yeah, that's like the pièce de résistance. Yeah, this is what we were asked to talk about. In in fact, well, now now I know why mine don't smell as bad as my husband's. And why is that? Is it because you're not a meat eater? Exactly. It's because I'm a vegetarian. Exactly why. 
Yeah. Oh. I always said bum, bum, our bum, shits bum. don't smell as bad. And people are like, yeah, right. And I was like, I got to tell you. Because I've flip-flopped, you know, where I've eaten meat for a little bit of, and then gone back. And I'm like, what am I doing? Um, <laughs> your shit smells so much worse. Like, so much more constipation and your shit smells so much worse. If you're vegan, pfft. That shit smells like well, bread. You gotta, yeah, I mean, you got to rot it more. It's like this, yeah. you're, you've got to rot it down to the point where it would be where you were eating the vegetables. Like I said, it lasts you know? for days in there. If it's yeah, yeah. But like, you know, you eat a carrot, it's just like, pfft, I'm a carrot. What do I it's smell like? like you can eat like, the grass or you yeah. can eat the meat that ate the grass, but it's got to break the meat down back mm-hmm. to where it was the grass again. Right. And then I don't know, has this ever happened to you where you like drink a bunch of coffee and then your pee smells like coffee sometimes? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I feel like, the, like you said, John, it's like that smell of decaying meat yeah. that you have to break down. It's like blech, so much more worse than decaying vegetables even. Yeah, yeah. They're even though they will give you farts. They're both bad. They'll give you farts, yeah. They're both those. They're not, neither of yeah. them are great. Yeah. Here's what I'll say, though. Like, vegan farts are some of the worst farts. Oh, but the yeah. shits aren't so bad. That's what's yeah. weird. It's like, but the oh. farts will be really stinky. Isn't that all interesting? that, like, roughage Why is scraping that? you out, yes. you know? It's exactly right. Beans. It's the fucking beans. Yeah, the one thing that I thought was really interesting was the actual chemical breakdown of farts and like what the science was. Okay, so hydrogen sulfide, which is the rotting egg smell, Mm -hmm. is what most commonly comes off of meat. Yes, exactly. Scientist Sarah already knew. And then there's methane ethiol, which is the decomposing vegetable smell. That's what we're talking about with the vegans. And then there's dimethyl sulfide, which is a sweet smell. And I wanted Ooh. to ask you, Sarah, what is what breaks? What is dimethyl sulfide? I know vegetables. I know meat. What is dimethyl? It's another sulfide? gas, but I don't know. I think it's from proteins. So dimethyl, I would guess oh. it's amino acids, but I don't know. It's interesting they describe it only as sweet. Which is also uh, oddly like a smell that I have smelled in a fart that mm-hmm. I have farted, and I was like, right. that's weird yeah like it seems counterintuitive yeah i honestly i would have to google it but oh gerbil I'm yeah googling i right would now. guess it comes i i know so, what dimethyl sulfoxide is but i don't know where it is with respect to my food it's just an interesting descriptor yeah. right sweet you're like sweet like rotten shit it's it says yeah it says sweet or it smells like cabbage so you know what yeah. you know what my entire house smells like right now you guys cabbage S- sauerkraut <gasps> With sautéed mm. onions, and I gotta tell you, it is sweet and it's delicious. I can't, I can't wait to eat after this. Oh, it comes from breaking down certain vegetables. It's, yeah, it, it says okay, beetroot, asparagus, say. cabbage, corn, and that's seafoods. Yeah, I oh, know yeah. now. Seafoods. I know yeah. what it means now. Oh, it's kind of a good smell. I'll smell that fart. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> we're having vegetarian impossible bratwurst smothered in sauerkraut. On sourdough oh, yeah. hoagies, yeah. After this, That'll and I made it. potato salad, yeah. Yay, vegetarian Damn. sausage! It's nice way to get an old lady to eat better and make your farts smell sweeter. Apparently. I'm like, I'm like, tell me this doesn't taste like a regular ass bratwurst? Come on. Yeah, I mean, a bratwurst. The, the meat is just there for. You can do anything. You can use anything. At least the one we're gonna afford. Um, you know, I'm not gonna go to fucking get imported bratwurst from Germany for her. You know what I'm saying? No, no. We're gonna go into like Safeway to eat bratwurst. So I'm just gonna yeah, get yeah, the impossible yeah. one. Yeah, save yeah. your life. They're fucking delicious. Anyway, cabbage. I get it now. That sweet, funky yeah. smell. Mm, okay. 
Yep. Okay. So cabbage farts. You know, one of the things that makes me fart more than anything in the world is cucumbers. Really? Mm. Like so much so that my second husband would watch, and I love them. They're literally one of my favorite fucking vegetables. I mean, I have cucumber vodka in my cupboard. Mm. I love it. I love cucumbers. But I'd be eating like a sa- like a cucumber salad at like a Thai place and just downing it. And like Jeremy would just look at me and be like, oh, boy, guess I'm getting a Dutch <laughs> oven tonight. And I'd be like, yeah, sorry, bro. Like I was like, I'm sorry. I'm going to be farting all night. But it's like it's worth it. But they didn't smell that bad. They were just, you know, cucumber yeah. farts. Fresh. I can't have tofu. Oh, what? <gasps> As a vegetarian, how does That's this impact so... your life? Well, I can, but That's no one so wants delicious. to be anywhere near me if I'm eating tofu. <laughs> you can come hang Thank out with you. us and fart a bunch. It's well, good outside. outside or whatever. Well, like I can eat it inside, yeah. but for a good six hours afterward, outside. Uh, we'll eat cucumbers and tofu together, and we'll just be like, yeah. 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 Is there anything that you find particularly compelling, Sarah, about the science of farts, or anything that struck you as so surprising? So I think what struck me as surprising is that insects fart. Like I didn't. I didn't know that. Oh. Right? Everything farts. Everything. Wow. We all wonder. Like, even bugs. Everything farts. Little tiny ladybug farts. I didn't know bugs farted because their physiology is so different. I didn't either. and But they do. Do they do something weird like fart out of their eyes or something? So it's still <laughs> their, they still have digestive tract and they still, and because okay. they're still digesting, they make gas. And I don't know, I guess it comes out of their anus because they still poop. So if they pooped mm. out their eyes, then yeah. Ah, it depends on where the bug, yeah. I got right, wherever the poopy yeah. comes yeah. out, Jeremy. Yeah, 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 wherever the poopy comes out, that's where the bug farts from. So would that include like Bear. a sea cucumber whose anus is its mouth? Or it's called a bird. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, everything. Everything that farts. is the most counterintuitive cucumber. Every fucking thing farts. Not plants, as far as I could tell. I was trying to find out about plants and fungi and bacteria. So th- those things I couldn't tell. They certainly make gases, right? So I bet mushrooms fart. Plants, their whole thing is off-gassing oxygen, yes. right? Like that's and water. So they're just always farting. We got to make a meme that's like a plant that's just like I always be farting. Yeah. Their whole lifestyle lifeline is—is is that a hot take? Oxygen is plant farts. <laughs> oh my yes. gosh! Yes. yes, I like it. Listen, if farts are ghost food, then oxygen is plant farts and people food. Ooh. Did live? There you go. Yeah. People, air. People air, but, and that's science. Because actually, if you eat air, you burp it out again. Your body doesn't process it. Listen, it if. There, if there's any way to make plants fart, I'm gonna go with it. So yes, off gassing is yeah. farting. Just so we can say we all fart. Hell yeah! Every creature, even a, even rocks fart if you heat them up enough. Really? I Just don't know. Pet rocks or all. I'm sure rocks. some gas will come out eventually. <laughs> yeah, some rocks like explode if you heat them up. I don't fucking know. We gotta get geologists yeah. to be like, if you heat up yeah. a rock enough, doesn't some gas come out? I don't know. Well, some rocks have gas in them, and you put them on the fire, and they explode. You gotta like watch. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Where's that come from? Uh, could be yeah, air. It's a rock air's fart. A gas. Bing bong bing. Not an explosion. Yeah, rock fart. Oh my god. Amazing. Rock fart is the name of my new metal band. I was gonna say that sounds like a really I good like song. Yeah, that's a good band name. <laughs> Rock fart coming fir- to a town near you. So, Sarah, you had also mentioned the gallbladder yes. earlier, and that was something that Mary Roach didn't talk about. So, can you tell yeah. me more about the role of the gallbladder and like what it has to do with our body ingesting so- food? Our body ourselves. <laughs> the role of the gallbladder <laughs> is really to store bile, and bile is important 
and I'm just going to also put a disclaimer that this is off the top of my head and I haven't looked at this for a while. So the role of bile is to help us digest fat. So as we're mm -hmm. done digesting fat, it comes through the stomach. And once it gets to the small intestine, um, it will, the gallbladder will give us some of this bile to help us um, make fat into more, more of an emulsion to help us digest it mm -hmm. so that it can go that way. But if you don't so have- it melts the fat. It, it, well, it helps, yeah, it helps digest the fat in such a way that we can um, handle it better in our digestive system with bile salts and bile acids. And if we don't have a gallbladder, mm -hmm. like I don't have a gallbladder, then the liver mm -hmm. takes on the role within the digestion, digestive process. Mm. So it squirts out some enzymes. Bile acids. Bile. Bile acids. Bile salt. And it breaks Do you have to take fat. medicine too to replace those acids? Nope. Oh, the liver just the took liver, over? The liver just takes over? That's pretty, yeah. I mean, I can't eat a lot of Impressive. fat, but yeah. I could never eat a lot of fat. Who can? Right. It always made me feel like crap, so. None of us can. Can any of us on this show eat a lot of fat and not get a fucking attack of some sort? Well, I, I was going to say, as a vegetarian, I don't eat a lot of fat anyway. Alfredo like, sauce. Fat in, fucking in Alfredo sauce will kill me. I will be dead for oh. days if I try to eat pasta with Alfredo sauce. I'll be dead. Cream and butter and pasta? Fuck right. no. I'll be dead. Cream and butter. Yeah. Oh my God. I tried. Trust me. I tried. I was like, oh yeah. And then it's like, I can eat like the light ragu version or Classico mm. makes like a light Alfredo because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omar loves Alfredo sauce, and I was like, "Listen, the only way we're ma I'm making this for dinner is if I do gluten free pasta with light Alfredo." And he was totally down. He's such a good sport, and honestly, it's didn't feel that enough. great yeah. after it either. Though I was like, <laughs> I, don't know, "I don't feel that." Great. It was like chemicals instead of cream. So, yeah. um, either mm. as a vegetarian, I can't eat a lot of really like I can't eat ricotta. I, w I love cannoli, but I can't eat a ricotta cannoli unless it's fat-free ricotta, which now I make my lasagna with fat-free ricotta or uh. tofu. But yeah, no, ricotta cheese will make me fucking die, girl. So yeah, a lot of vegetarian things will kill me. Nothing vegan. Nothing vegan. vegan. Nothing yeah, vegan right. will kill me ever. But like, yes, vegetarian shit, I'll be like. I can't eat avocado. Avocado. Ooh. That is vegan and it is bad. Yeah, I can yeah. have a little, but I really can't have like a whole two toasts just one exactly i can have like half a toast a little dollop of guac yeah. otherwise i am all right unwell. well that's all right but you know what we shouldn't do that much anyway my liver can handle it my liver can take over where my gallbladder left off and it's all good that's so interesting yeah you would think maybe you could take a pill like when you're lactose intolerant to like replace whatever your gallbladder's not doing but i guess but your liver does it it's just does it does it like stress the liver no, at all or not really oh good question no okay it's just good it's just good to go it is. Yeah, cool. it's just awesome. that for whatever reason i can't eat a lot of fat most a lot of people who without gallbladders yeah. can eat a ton it's just that for whatever okay. reason i can't you're better Interesting. off that's why you still look like you're fucking 22 years old. <laughs> no, it's because you love me that you think I look young. <laughs> but thank you, and I love you. I my mother that. said, no, my mom was like, I can't believe you and Sam both look like you're still in your 20s. Aww. Like, she said it literally before this I fucking I love podcast. her. And I was like, that's because we didn't eat animals most of our life. And she's like, yeah. And then just like, proceeds to 
want to eat animals. But I was just like, dude, seriously, it goes a long way. And she's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, no one's ever wanted to hear that. Even Loop, like, she keeps thinking electric's like 20. I'm like, she's 30 fucking five, <gasps> mom. She's like, oh. No yeah, way. she's like she didn't just get out of college, and I'm like, no, yes, she did. no, Lupe is not yeah. in her twenties. And 20s. I was like, but she keeps thinking like she's like Elle's in her twenties. You know, we're in our thirties. I was like, whatever, great. Yeah, we just look like it because we don't eat bad things. It's really amazing what a huge difference it makes. And also, I think not smoking cigarettes too. Yeah, and not smoking cigarettes. Yeah, no yeah, cigarettes and um, not no meat. I really feel like that stuff was. I also I avoid the sun. You. I think actually, if if well, we're that all goths. is a big one. Yeah, that's yeah. A big one. Goths. yeah. three out of yeah, three goths true. avoid yeah. the sun. You know, I picnic <laughs> at night in a cemetery. And then... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. we carry parasols so we don't get sun we, on us. We went to the beach once this summer and it was cloudy, and we were so happy. <laughs> and then we just yeah, like was... ate mushrooms and ran around with sweatshirts Perfect. on. It was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Wonderful time at the beach. Cloudy, foggy, almost nobody was there. All the seashells and all of the little wood pieces and things were for our pickings. Anyway, back to the farts. Vegetarian and meat eater farts notwithstanding, there was some research done by this person, Michael Levitt, who said that women's farts are actually consistently um, more smelly because they have greater concentrations of hydrogen sulfide. Mm-hmm. Do you know why this might be in women? Um, Sarah, so I think that it's more about a slower metabolism. So I've actually read a little bit about this. And so his research says women's farts are smellier. Other people's research have said that they're not. Mm-hmm. Ooh, disputed. So it's, it's a little bit contentious. Oh. So like I said, science is like jazz. It's like beep bop, booty boop. That's kind of like opinion, though, whether it's smel- exactly. like what's, what's smelly it's, or not. But it's, it's almost always like this. Someone will say, well, this is the reason yeah. for this. And another person will do research that will say, oh, good. No, this is the reason for this. You're wrong. I've com-. And so you just have to say, okay, this is what's out there. And our research is consistent with this person. Or it's consistent. Although I will say. The one thing they could quantify is that men, by volume, fart more, fart more gas out their asshole than women. So, regardless of smell, they did they did collect more butthole gas out of men's buttholes in those weird mylar pants or whatever. Right, they did women, which I love that part. They wore mylar pants and farted in them, and I really somehow want to do that. And I don't know if that's a fetish or if I'm just like what, but yeah. I, the, where are these studies? I want to be part of these studies. But if men eat more calories, which they typically do, and if men have faster metabolisms, which they typically do, then mm. it makes sense that they would have more farts right because they have more food moving through their Mm -hmm. digestive systems Mm. and by the same token women may have slower digestive systems so if they have more concentrated farts coming out slower then they might be stinkier right because they're not as diluted with so much gas and Mm. volume and force right and it's not coming out as fast also yeah the fact that she talked about how women hide their farts more and so that could be like that slow crawl where the guys are just like, and it's just like into the world and that's it. Yeah. Silent but deadly, maybe. I mean, this is, I'm, con- this is conjecture. I didn't God. research it. It's like, you know, it's like those hot farts. You're like, what the fuck? 
sulfide. It's like the pure demon coming out of you. That's why they think sulfur <laughs> is hell because you feel it coming out your butthole and you're like, this is going about to be demonic. But we've all been in that situation that we've farted in public and it was super I embarrassing. So, yeah, oh, you got it. <clears throat> no. No. Sure. I farted <laughs> in public and then laughed like a devil. I don't know. Have I been embarrassed <laughs> about farting? Let me think about this. Well, as a, not, as a younger not person. Since I could, probably in like junior yeah. high school or high school. I farted on a guy's dick on purpose during sex to be funny. Yep. And um, was not embarrassed <laughs> at all. I'm sure it was an interesting sensation. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. It, it felt funny to me. I felt his <laughs> testicles jiggle under my butt cheeks because I was on top. It was so funny. I was pretending I was going to come. And uh, I was like, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Like, we just, like, met at a bar. I was like, fucking a what, two-night stand, whatever. He came back for more, you guys, actually. That's what's fucked up about This was a two-night stand because he came back after this first one night, what I thought was a one-night stand. And he was like, which? And him. he brought me back to his hotel. And then I was like, I was like, right. And then I was like, you ready? Are you ready? He was like, yeah. I'm like, Pfft. and then I just started laughing and he was like, you're amazing. And I was like, I know I'm so funny. And then we kept having sex after laughing, but I, it felt funny. Yeah. Cause I kind of felt like I had to. And then I was like, Oh, how could I make this hilarious? Cause I could like excuse myself and like get off and like go to the bathroom and fart. But I was that like, that makes it weird. Yeah. I was just dumb and a waste of time. And I was like, I could make this a hilarious joke instead. And then like, what? This rich guy's going to kick me out? I don't care. I already already came like twice. So I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to fart. It's probably why I had to fart, honestly. <laughs> she didn't talk about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you come a couple times and you're like, I have pushed things around a few times now. And um, I have to pee and I have to fart. And so I didn't have to pee, but I thought it'd be funny. Anywho, he stuck around. He called me the next day. <laughs> it was amazing. He liked to fart. The fart was a game changer. Probably nobody has done I've, that. I've charmed a few men with farts. I, I'm fucking sure. I am probably, I am a hundred percent sure no one ever farted on his ball sack before. <laughs> as a ruse. So tell me, that's what I'll say on the next day. So tell me, has anyone ever, as a ruse, I don't know, <laughs> farted on your balls, pretending they were orgasming? And they'll be like, ah, uh, this date's over. As a You're ruse. Paying. Maybe it's a really good guy. litmus test. As a ruse. It's a good litmus test. I thought so. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah, you it could worked. Not. Yeah, like, are you are you totally up your own ass? Or he said stuff to me like, "You're a really good person." Yeah. No, he was great. He was a history professor. Wait, a rich history <laughs> professor? He, he also grew and sold marijuana. Ah, there you go. Where it was legal, he, it was a dream come true. He had glasses as thick as mine and a dick to match. <laughs> he was a nice guy. The Riz. <laughs> Anyhow. The Riz. The Riz. <laughs> I got the Riz, girl. Riz. I know. Ugh, I have this big fart stuck in my funny tummy. I'm afraid if I push too hard, I'll shit my pants. Why don't you call 1-800-FART-KNOCKERS? What's that? Fart knockers will headbutt you in the stomach for a dollar and knock that fart right out of you. A dollar? Thanks, I'll call right away. Thanks, fart knocker. Not responsible for your ass sounding like a machine gun, duck, or other aquatic fowl. May take more than one headbutt to dislodge fart. Sharding and accidental boners may occur. If erection lasts more than two hours, consider getting into BDSM. Do not contact fart knockers to get said boners again. Call 1-800-DICK-FARTS instead. Do not use fart knockers if currently possessed or lactating. 
Anything yeah. that I miss, Sarah? No, there is apparently. So when I was looking at this, apparently the first joke ever recorded is about farting. Do you have the joke? Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Isn't that hilarious? In her husband's lap? Yes. She did not fart? She did not. Isn't that hilarious? It's not. Where did she it's, fart? I don't know. I want to know. It's the world's oldest recorded joke from 1900 BC. That's pretty good, but I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. So something that has never occurred since time ever, a young woman did not fart. So it's a double negative, something which has never occurred, a young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Or is it something? I don't know. Something or, that has never occurred. So it means that it did occur. Is it like sarcasm? I think that they're saying that young women don't fart in their husband's lap, unless you're Michaela. I thought that <laughs> actually, though, there was like who was it? Thomas Jefferson, who was obsessed with his his wife's farts, or was it Adams? There was like an old first one of the first presidents would write letters about how much he missed the the stench of his wife's farts and how when she farted while they were fucking it was like his greatest pleasure i thought that was dylan wished... thomas oh was it dylan Th was i thought it was one of the presidences but i i don't know i just remember wasn't it napoleon that said that napoleon also was into his wife farts if maybe it no. was a play like back in the day did the guys like the farts more and it was okay to like farts so you'd be like oh ho, ho, dearie like there is no wife i know who doesn't like to have a good fart in the husband's lap or I feel like back in, in the, the day boner. people just liked smells better like that's what i mean smells. that's what i'm saying james joyce is the one you're thinking of james, james joyce uh, he was not a president not a president he was not, not a president. president yeah so there just an old-timey white guy like farts. <laughs> there are pills that can make your farts smell like chocolate, rose, violet, ginger, and lily of the valley. Oh, we got to get that. There we got to try it out for science. Yeah, we got we to gotta test that. Okay. Where do you get the pills? Bonus content. Scientist, Sarah, do you need a scientist license? Just kidding. I don't think so. Wait, is there a scientist license? I don't think so. <laughs> what can you get us? Skulls? You so? can get the Devron Brains? flatulence deodorizer, but so I don't know where you can get the... Pilulipe, the official site of the pill that makes your flatulence smell of roses. It's in euros. After a copious dinner, Christian Poichevet said to himself that it would be more appropriate to be able to fart without bothering his neighbors. After much research with a laboratory and many tests, the fart pill finally saw the light of day. Oh my God, fart pill. Here, is it on Amazon? I don't know. I'll get this is what I found. <laughs> is it on Amazon? <laughs> I don't want the one from Amazon. It'll probably make you explode. Which ex did you guys explode. read the part? I love the part. No, remember the part of the book that they talk about Alka Seltzer and baking soda making people's stomach explode because oh, they yes. eat a big meal and then they'd add the sodium bicarbonate and then that's what actually would make their fucking stomach burst. Oh, oh wow. my god. Yes, actually I did remember that part, but I I just thought that it was funny that these fart scented pills would make your stomach explode but i forgot that that was actually a real thing that could happen oh my god we're gonna i want the ones that i don't know was it lilac no nah. i wouldn't mind roses already smell like poop so that's just not they'll be like oh what i think ginger would be nice ginger would be, good. be nice you know mm -hmm. spicy ginger spicy Ginger. Yeah, that sounds like it would it would translate well to like gas. Yeah. 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 I would totally eat a ginger we pill. We should try it. Yeah. We should try it's it. It's not on Amazon. Just in case you're wondering. Listen, we'll get together. We're gonna 
We're going to eat tofu, cabbage. Oh, okay, okay. Animals that don't fart. Octopuses, soft-shell clams, sea anemones, and birds. Oh. Birds? The fartless. And birds sloths. Oh, sloths, yeah. Slotherhouse. Slotherhouse. Uh, yeah, Slotherhouse, that's how he got around without being detected. No farts. I remember like, hearing that if you gave like a bird, like seagulls, Alka-Seltzer, they would explode. It's, it's, that's because they don't fart. They'll explode. You're right, because they can't fart. Uh... That's sad. Uh, fuck. Don't, Don't do, do it then. Don't do that, people. That's sad. Only peanuts. Only peanuts. Crow update. My crows be waiting for me today. No. It was cute. Aww. They saw me doing laundry and they literally screamed at me the entire time till I went out and gave them peanuts. It was hilarious. <laughs> those my neighbors guys. must be like, please feed those assholes. Yeah, they followed me from like the laundry room to my apartment and then we're just like, wah, wah. And I was like, I see you, bro. I know it's like three o'clock. Fuck. They love you. They love you so much. All right. So one more thing that I wanted to say about farts is that what happens if you don't fart? Like you squeeze your butt so tight that you don't let the fart come out? Die. You don't die, actually. But I did think that you could die from it. Turns out you don't. You It gets back into your blood. And then, yeah, you get bloated, abdominal pain, and constipation. And if you do it too much, you get a distended bowel. Mm. Also, remember I told you, like, farts get trapped in your body and stuff? I'm telling you, it happens. Yeah, you told me that the other day. You were said that gas can get trapped in your muscles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? It's interesting, too, because if you ever have surgery, they the first thing they want to know before they send you home is if you farted. Like, they don't care so much if you... Really? They don't care so much if you pooped, right? But they keep checking, have you farted? Have you farted? Because it's, it's a sign of a healthy digestive system. Oh, yeah, they oh. say you fart up to 22 times a day normally, which, which I, I do more. Like, yeah, definitely more. Right. We started counting together. Yeah, Michaela told me it was 22 a day, and I was like, no way, it's way more. The book and, said it, not me. Right. Michaela On read average. the book and told me. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's much higher. I think it's because you fart in your sleep, and I was like, even in my sleep where I can't keep count, I know it's at least three to five conservatively oh, girl. i've slept next to you for years it's like 12 to 10 see what i mean conservatively mm-hmm. yeah so think about you'd be that farting like you'd be farting like five times as you're falling asleep <laughs> yeah so it's definitely more than 22 and then farting so loud i'll be like what and i'll wake up <laughs> you sleep through everything though so i don't know if i fart a lot because you'll just i have to scream your name and you're still just sleeping i have no concept of other people after i've fallen asleep you are I'm like the same way, electric. dangerously out of it. Dangerously out of it. I'm like, there could be, like, the bed could be on fire. And she'd be like, warm, toasty, I like it. A fire truck has come to my neighborhood, and I slipped through it. And I was like, yeah, that's really it. bad. I should not Tell them the one that. thing I woke you up with. A text message. Michaela <laughs> texted me, and I woke up with that. I tried everything, listeners. Literally screaming in her face. I don't, I don't touch her. She hates being touched. So I can't shake her also. But like I screamed in her face. I jumped on the bed. Like I was like shaking the bed on her bed. Nothing. She just like went with it. Probably started dreaming that you were being humped. And then like <laughs> finally I was like, you know what? I know what wakes her up. And I called her and she was like, oh, I got a text. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to kill you. It's like Pavlov's dog, dude. It's like yeah. a, Amazing. a response. I was shocked. A behavioral I was shocked. response. It was like. 
last ditch effort, you guys. Anyway, and also this is after like three or four of her alarms had already gone off. Wow. The alarms have no effect on electric. The alarm, but just the text did? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yesterday I woke up because Michaela laughed, so it's maybe as, <laughs> as I get older, I'm becoming more sensitive to sound. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was at your house, though, let's be honest. I wasn't like a bunch of miles away, right? Right, yeah, you were at my house. That would be amazing. <laughs> I was like, please, you tell me your... I was, when I was at your house. <laughs> I vibed it. I heard it from all the way from Pleasant Hill. She's laughing at something. What is it? Fear of missing out. What are you laughing at? I'm like, sorry. I wonder what I was laughing at when I woke you up. Sorry. Something on your phone. Oh, shit. I bet it was posting memes to the blunt letters. Follow us at Instagram to see the best memes. (laughs) You have great memes. Constantly collecting memes. Thank you. I'm a pretty good curator. Thanks. So I'm trying to do the bleed with me one just as good, but horror so that people start getting drawn there too. So, oh, I thought this was funny. I'm going to say this. <clears throat> the people that were studying the different farts to make them not spell, smell bad. This is guy Levitt. And he said that he's constantly approached at cocktail parties by women complaining about their husband's gas, but he has never once heard of a husband complain about a wife. Despite the scientifically proven by Levitt, the fact that, flatulent women has significantly greater concentration of hydrogen sulfate and is deemed to have like you said but i just think it's funny that guys are like yeah and lay it on me you know like it's just like what we said we were like is that what that little quote was about was like no it's not anti-fire i think it might be pro-fire pro-wife fire it might be and i'm not gonna oh, lie you guys i've joke? had lots yeah. of guys like my farts that i've been with i'm not gonna I've, they'll be like it's okay and i'm like are you actually kind of sneak sniffing this right now I feel like you're sniffing this right now you know so Why, john as the resident guy could you say you like your girlfriend's farts or care at all us. no i don't care at all yeah um but you I, care you, you should, actually like it and you she know. really hides them from me Oh, yeah. really? I'm shocked yeah, from yeah. you. I know the it's man been... who has bared it all on national yeah. television. It's, it's one of the, one of those things, you know. You have like nothing to hide because you don't hide your farts from her, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> What's going? See, it's just like the book said. Like women are just more apt to like hide yeah, yeah, the yeah. fart. It's just one of those things. That's one of those things that you're trained to do. Okay, so does that make it even more special when what? it does happen? Yeah, yeah. Does it make it, it more happen. special? Yeah, yeah, special fart sharing. Maybe moment. that's why guys like farts. Yeah, yeah, because it's like that's it's like why an guys, it's, it's like a like, fetishized maybe, moment. Maybe like, it's like it's like a true sign of of trust. <laughs> a nip slip. My, yeah, yeah. It's like ooh, oh, the nip slip. Interesting. My husband doesn't smell things the same way that I do. What do you mean? What do you mean? He just doesn't have a sensitive a nose. I can never. S- Neither does I, oh. I. Me and me and Ashley the same way. She smells things, and I'm like, ah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> What do you mean not having a sensitive nose? So, like, nose? I like, walk in and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I smell someone's feet or I smell the cat box. I have to clean it out. And he's like, I don't know what is it. So it's just that yeah, yeah. I can smell things really strongly that he's just not sensitive to. Do you think it's because he has a beard and he just smells his beard? Maybe. Oh, and maybe his beard smells good. And so, like, you know how guys take care of Like, what, John, again resident person with a beard yeah do you think maybe do you take care of your beard so you put nice things in it i do and i do put stuff in it so it always does have most like a guys fine do smell yeah. To it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 most guys beards smell really good unless yeah, yeah. you're dating someone who's gross and so like i figured like vet you know sarah your husband's beard smells kind of good and so he doesn't smell things because his fucking mustache smells delicious maybe. 
or you wouldn't it's kiss him. It's a possibility. Him. Yeah. Listen, if his beard didn't smell good by now, you would have told him you've been married for 400 years. <laughs> a long time. You met when you were like 12. A long time, obviously, because I'm so young. <laughs> you have like one of those weird true love long things. Long time. It's weird. But I don't know. people don't get sick of you, is, it, is it like me. <laughs> not true. People get sick of me. Just not him. <laughs> obviously not. Anyway, so yeah, I bet his beard smells good. Not to be weird. I'm not trying to creep on your husband. But I just wonder if like the beard smell doesn't get in the way or filter the idea. stench. Because yeah, they're smelling that's their a, delicious that's beards. That's a very much possibility, yeah. Because also if you were a guy who had a gross beard, you'd be like, everything smells bad. What do Maybe. I know? It's yeah, either yeah. I, Honestly, I don't know it your man. Be. It could be one or the other. He's like, everything smells like garbage, like my upper lip. Mm. Or everything smells <laughs> delicious, like my upper lip. How do I know? My hypothesis is that he just doesn't have a good nose. But it could be. Can yours. I posit an experiment so that you can think of me as a scientist and I'm you could take always. you could take part in this experiment? Could you perhaps purchase slash make from your own clippings a beard slash mustache for yourself and wear it at home for a oh, week and see, and if, you see if you smell things <laughs> the same way and have him shave his mustache. You could just wear like a Santa Claus beard for a week or something. What if you I switched? What if you had that. the beard and he shaved and you were like, do you smell the cat thing? Or you could write down like, <laughs> yeah. like so here, okay, I guess it would be like a month of you smelling things, right? And you logging it without a beard and then we give you the beard. No one's gonna know. We give you the beard and then you tell me if you smell things as much, and we could be like, oh, my God, we might be onto something. We'll get funding. We'll do beard research. I'll do it. You have busier, better things to do. But I could be like, what are you? I just have different things to do. And, you know, pharmaceutical research, the way things go, I could get laid off any day. This is solid. So. You always got to have backup. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, this has like commercial uses. That's why it could it, be your it backup. Because it's like, fine, it I'll sell be... out and do the beardizer, it... the beard deroderizer. For, for women. For women. For women, that, that you put this thing on and you're like, smell the dirty socks of your man no more. Or like while you do housework or like while you're at the restaurant or while you're like at the lab studying that thick saliva not the nice delicious stringy stuff that you want to share with people it's just like oh you wear your little mm -hmm. beard mm -hmm. ding dong ding i mean it could be it's not a it bad idea be. i just have a terrible sense of smell so that's so, what i, I have that's no what i why. thought it was with him actually that he just doesn't have this. but we don't know though well, we don't know. his we dad also does mm. john do you find your partner smelling things you don't smell that all the time yeah like Oh my God! Yeah, the plot yeah, yeah. thickens. You might be no, the beard thickens. It's it's that that <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, that's like my house because she'll come in and be like, I can smell the garbage, and I'm like, I don't smell anything. <laughs> Do you think that she would wear a beard for science? Um, I'll ask her. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, just throwing it out there. Yeah, I'll throw it out there. It's we'll give it should a be shot. one of our new experiments. An unobtrusive thing, maybe. It also depends on like like I noticed when we were doing Naked and Afraid, like once when we were like out there for a while, I could smell the crew coming in from a fucking mile away. Like I could smell their shampoo. Wow. And, and, yeah, yeah. And like I could smell when like certain animals were around after I, like it definitely has to do with like your diet and your environment and and Whoa. stuff like that. That's so interesting, John. Yeah. 
Uh, so you had been out I, there for like a week or two when this happened? Yeah, probably like after a couple of weeks out there, you could smell everything. And I think, honestly, I think for me, a lot is because I smoke cigarettes and I wasn't smoking cigarettes out there, obviously. Oh, yeah. And like once that all that shit all like left my system, like I like was like hypersensitive to a lot of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Does it make you not want to smoke cigarettes? I do. I do. I'm quitting when I'm 40. So that's in like three months. Cool. <laughs> Way to make me feel old, asshole. Anyway, <laughs> just joking. I'm just joking. No, I'm looking <laughs> I'm at a joking. much bigger number. It's not your fault. I love you. <laughs> I know. I was like, hey, cheers to that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm gonna quit something when I'm 42. It's probably gonna change to 45 <laughs> with a fucking when, time machine. That comes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did JK. find something. I was trying to look up octopus farting, and I got off track though. But I found out that termites fart. So of course, much. you did. Yeah, yeah. Termites, Termites fart so much that they are responsible for 3% of global methane emissions. Oh, my God. Termites. Yeah. Not, yeah. not only are they ruining your house, they're ruining the ozone layer. Yeah. Yep. A bunch of assholes. Yep. What the fuck, termites? Yep. Yeah. Thank you for that. You know, we're f- the humans are fighting <laughs> wars against each other. And termites you know? are just actually fucking everything up. And termites are the ones here With just being farts. like... <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah. And their mouths. Wow. And we can see their buttholes. As that's how the climate ch- that that's, they build. that's why the climate changed so much when the dinosaurs were around because they're so huge and they were farting so much. It changed the uh, atmosphere. Wow. Yeah. Look Is that, that true? Yeah, I thought it was it a comet. It, well, that <laughs> had something to do with it too. But just, a lot... just fucking gerbil, look it up. It's they, your I, job. <laughs> I did look it up. I'm telling you about it. I'm telling you about it because I looked it up. There was well, I'm just kidding. there was multiple extinction events during the dinosaurs. There was multiple, you know. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. No, I'm just fucking with you. And one of them, the, no, the, right. the, the climate changed so much because there was these. There was a point they where the animals farts. got so big. Giant they cows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, Sloths. And it changed the Whoa. climate so much that probably. So it was like yeah. farts, and then like the was a younger driest period. There was a flood. No, that was later. So it was a farts, and then a comet, and then yeah. a flood. Yeah. Farts, comet, flood. Yeah, and that's and, why we and don't it's have possible spaceships. the flood could have could have been because of the climate changing so much because of the farts, or the comet, mm-hmm. or the comet. The yeah. comet, but yeah, it probably changed <laughs> probably the climate the comet, quite a bit, the quite a bit too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or what if it was because the comet was coming and every living creature seeing the comet coming fucking shit themselves <laughs> and all the farts came out and then that created yeah. this whole yeah. other it wave was of all insanity. At once, yeah. And then they <laughs> yeah, and they shit their pants at once. Yeah. Wait uh, a minute. Yeah. That 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 might be a thing. Like again, if you it's quite if possible, the whole yeah. entire planet saw a comet coming and farted, everyone at the same would probably time. fart yeah. or shit themselves around the same period of time. Yeah. I have seen enough to cause climate change until that thing came at you. I've seen computer renderings of a comet hitting the Earth, and if it did hit the Earth, we'd all be dead so fast. Like the farts, we probably, probably shit our pants. But the, you probably wouldn't even know if it didn't happen, like, right where you oh, were. Oh, I see. There'd be no climate change. Then. Yeah. It would happen. It happens, like, within six minutes. It happened that fast. But there it would, would be a climate fast. change, but we just wouldn't be there to see it. Uh, How is right. that? Well, right. you're right. How is that possible that it would only take six minutes? It's something to do with, like, the impact to the ozone layer and the vibrations of the air. Like, it would, like. Oh, just, like, suffocate It's us. like a ripple 
like the ripple effect from the impact would like do all this stuff almost all at once. But how would we not see that until six minutes before it hit us? Well, we I guess see it coming at us in the sky. You probably would like see melancholia it. or whatever. Oh yeah, that, that was shit. a good one. I like that. You probably would see it, but I don't know if like you would once it impacted you, you wouldn't see it. If it let's say like if it impacted on. The, the ocean which was like the majority of the earth and it wasn't coming right at you like you would see it because the regular rotation of the earth but you might not see it actually impact the earth you might know in advance because the scientists told you when it would happen but you wouldn't necessarily see it happen okay yeah spoopy isn't there another movie about that with jennifer lawrence Oh yeah, don't, don't look, look up. up. That was really yeah, good. That was good. I like that one too. Yeah, that was really. Good. We think we talked about that on the show. We did. We it was a movie. New Year's. Yeah. yeah, it was so good. Are you a fan of all things horror? Do you love getting goosebumps and feeling the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? Then you won't want to miss Michaela, superstar of the Blunt Letters new podcast, Bleed with Me. Join Michaela and her guests as she takes you on a journey through the darkest corners of the human psyche. Exploring the twisted and terrifying world of horror. From supernatural creatures to serial killers, Bleed With Me will leave you on the edge of your seat and begging for more. So turn off the lights, grab your headphones, and join Michaela Superstar of the Blunt Letters for Bleed With Me. Listen now on your favorite podcast app. Delicious, delicious cheese will make you fart real bad, though. That's what we learned from Mary roaches gulp check out her books um everywhere she's all over the place um and she wrote stiff stiff was also really good her mission to mars book was really good but it got a little too sciencey for me which is saying a lot but still really good and spook was all right i'm a little too hippy dippy for the like oh ghosts aren't real book i don't know I was like, whatever, this is okay. I like believing in spooky stuff, or at least in this other realm or like holographic universe, which she didn't really tap into. She tapped into more just like, you're all hallucinating. And I was like, ah, I don't buy that. So, um, but I would definitely Stiff. Stiff would be my next read after Gulp. It's really fascinating. And they talk about what happens after you die and how they deal with cadavers. And like, you can like donate your body to be like a crash test dummy. It's like they use like real people and stuff. And that's crazy. Or like, yeah, the body farms and how you could like Mm -hmm. help dogs and people learn how to find dead bodies. And I don't know. It's a great. Anyway, she's great. I'm going to try to figure out what she's written lately, too, um, because I kind of fell off the radar with her. But. I'm glad we talked about her. Yeah, Sarah, if you want to come back and talk about Stiff, like you're welcome back to come on. Great. We love to talk more Great. Mary Roach and more science as always. It's always a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for coming on to talk to us about this book and the alimentary canal and farts and poops and all the things that we love to talk about. <laughs> like <laughs> all the thank gross you. Shit. Thank you for having yeah, me. It's literally. a pleasure. And um good night. Yeah, good night, good night. everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and anywhere you can get a podcast. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Tell your friends. Check out our YouTube uh, episodes. Check out thebluntletters.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our TikToks. Not enough people follow us on TikTok. That's where a lot of the Gen Zs follow. Like, we'll get, like, 800 views on TikTok. Now I'm like, oh, shit, everybody go to TikTok.
That's where all the cool kids hang out. That's where you can get the great recipes. Well, that's where they give us 10 minutes. So, like, when we make videos, we'll do, like, a 10-minute video, but I only get to share, like, a little chunk of it on Instagram. So everybody come on over to our TikTok because I do a whole bunch of reviews and hopefully get Electric to do some more reviews or even Gerbil. Fuck it. Send me a review. I don't care. Everybody. Yeah. Sarah, I'll review review sure. something. We've been doing snacks a lot. I do cocktails. Um, I love the snack reviews. They get a lot of hits, and I think it's really cute. It's like people really like to just watch people eat, and that's me included. So we've been doing Check a whole out. other candy cast all about candy. So we'll do another one of those coming up soon. And yeah, for the fall, we, there's got to be some great weird fall foods also i got you those kit kats remember i wanted to talk about kit kats next oh yeah because there's like a I thousand remember. different kinds of kit kats yeah 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 anyway <laughs> the hard-hitting fat the hard-hitting shit for the holidays but yeah the things you care about stuff in your mouth <laughs> and join our patreon you can get all kinds of weird shit we'll make you and send you and you get t-shirts and books and stuff like that stickers jars of farts behind the scenes plus videos and all kinds of great extra supplementary short Things we can't say in public. We'll take we'll take the fart pills, jar it, and sell oh it to you. Oh my god, that's right. We will. Yeah. It'll smell like roses and ginger. Yeah. yeah. Great. Ginger jar snap farts. farts just in time for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing says I love you more than a jar of your own farts that smell like ginger. Hmm, delicious. <laughs> Especially for apparently your husband, because whatever, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. doesn't take over that would fucking suck. Uh,